everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lessons in the Trenches podcast. Today, my guest sitting with me here is Jeremy Durchy. Jeremy, how are we doing today? I am doing great. Good morning. That is fantastic. I love that energy today on a bright morning afternoon. So, Jeremy, how we started on the show is we always love to give a curveball question of the day. So, my question to you is cereal soup. Cereal soup. Is it is cereal soup? Is cereal soup. Yes. Cereal is soup when there's more liquid than there is cereal. Really? I feel like it's not soup just because it's not hot. But there are cold soups. Are there? Yeah. Ooh. This is a hot take then. This is hot. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's really good. It's cereal soup. You know, next time I eat a bowl of cereal, I'll think a little bit more about it, and, and uh, maybe I'll have to come back to you on that. You've got, you got to think in depth about these ones. They're, yeah. They're brain, brain busters. So would you also ask, is Chunky Soup cereal? I sup- Is Chunky Soup cereal? Yeah. Is it? No, you're asking. You're back. I'm, I'm asking you again. I guess you're yes, the, I am. You're the interviewer. Uh, no, I'm going to go Soup. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at then. <laughs> <laughs> so how we like to start it on the show here, obviously, is... Job, part of the title, Lessons in the Trenches. What is your big lesson in the trenches? Yeah, so I, I appreciate you having me on, give me a chance to kind of share what's on my mind and on my heart. Um, I spend a little bit of time thinking um, and praying about what, what to bring. You know, I don't want to bring it weak. I think uh, that if I were to answer that question directly, there's, I think, a generational thing that some people are looking for the thing the spouse, the job, the dream, this or that. And so when I thought about the question of, you know, what is my biggest lesson in life? It may be that there isn't a single biggest lesson in life. Life is a constant process, a journey that if you are looking for the thing or you're waiting for the thing, and it doesn't happen, or you think you've you achieved that thing, you may miss the day-to-day. You may miss a thousand big lessons along the way that um, you know you could benefit from. So, I, I mean, obviously, there are lots and lots of lessons and um, challenges that I've faced in 48 years of living in a variety of different jobs and scenarios and having three kids, but um, it's really hard to boil it down to the one thing. Oh, I'm sure. I so, yeah, just from um, knowing your family mutually, I know you definitely got a lot of good things going for you. And uh, just to be able to say that and coming out of the military, being a fighter pilot and all this other crazy stuff and just to really focus on not one thing, but everything, I think is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of great lessons. I mean, ironically, I had thought and kind of boiled it down to one word. And then I read some of your intro docs for your podcast and you used the word that I was going to bring up and that's humility. Yes. I think um, there are lots of virtues that we could focus in on um, leadership, sportsmanship, uh, um, being willing to learn, being teachable. The lack of humility or in other words, pride is a barrier to all of those great things. If you don't have humility, it's really hard to grasp some of the other great virtues and lessons in life. Um, leadership is a great example. There's a lot of buzz and has been for quite a few years about servant leadership. Mm-hmm. 
And really the basis of servant leadership is that you're considering others better than yourself. Um, it's the same with faith. If we don't walk in humility, God never has his proper place in our relationship. No. We're going to miss so much if we live in a constant me-centric, prideful environment. Mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, that's the way culture is yeah. training us these days. Definitely. And uh, one thing I picked up on, uh, we have a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, guys and girls that have seen it all. And one thing you mentioned was having good sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. And no one has ever mentioned that on this podcast. And I'd love you to touch on that if you could. Yeah. Well, I didn't play sports at any significant level. I did quite a bit in high school. And then uh, when I was at the Air Force Academy, we had a, had a large intramural program. So, And that's, that's part of... Um, you know, the Air Force Academy and a lot of military training is athletics and mm-hmm. being fit. And um, in the context of what I mentioned, you know, if you don't have true humility on the sports pitch, um, you know, you may be the best athlete in the world, but you're just going to come across as arrogant. If wow. it's all about you, you're pointing to your name on the jersey, um, you know, that may be great. Some people may enjoy seeing that, but I think uh, you lose some credibility, you lose influence. If really whatever you're doing, whether on the sports pitch or somewhere else, is all about you, um, that just misses the mark, in my view. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to dive into uh, your whole story. And um, obviously, you've been in the military for 20 years. Did you always want to be a military guy? Was it kind of a, you know, I don't really know what I want to do? What's kind of, what was your big story to do with the military? Yeah, I, I was in high school and really searching for what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I had been to air shows when I was a kid, and I always thought airplanes were cool. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of youngsters. Um, and I think one of the things that has defined most of my life journey is that I never wanted to follow the crowd. I never really wanted to do what everybody else is doing. Yeah. A lot of my friends were going to certain schools. Um, I went to high school in Texas. And, um, you know, one of the triggers there was I, I wanted to do something different. You know, I wanted to do something, um, you know, that that maybe nobody else had looked into, nobody else was doing. And so I just I honestly, uh, it can only be a God thing. I walked by wow. the high school counselor's office and there's that whole rack of brochures, kind of like those tourist yeah. brochures you see in the truck stops. And so they had all those for the different colleges and universities and opportunities. And the Air Force Academy brochures jumped out at me. A picture of the Thunderbirds flying over the cadets, their hats flying in the air. And, um, you know, it it really wasn't much bigger than that other than thinking that looks really cool. And, uh, you know, as I look back many years after that, I, I clearly see God's hand guiding me along the way. And really that's been kind of my life story is no major grand plan, mm-hmm. just constant reliance on the Lord. And, and sure enough, he's guided me even when I didn't think he was. What's an example of you just said when I don't think he was? What's an example of that? In the military, there's lots of crossroads where, you know, it's time to move on to a new base or a new mm-hmm. job. And, you know, you only get so much selection. You know, you get you maybe can put together a wish list, things that you want to do or places that you want to go. Um, and then you sit back and you rely on the Lord and, um, you know, there have been some opportunities that 
I put my name in for that didn't pan out the way that I wanted them to, mm-hmm. or there have been ones that um, I didn't see coming that came my way and worked out better than ever thought if I had scripted it myself. Wow. So I think it's a lot of those times in life where, um, you know, you really have to dig deep in faith and reliance on the Lord. I've been reading, um, you know, the Sermon on the Mount and uh, the Beatitudes as it's referred to. And the first one is, um, you know, some translations say, blessed are the poor. Um, but really the more accurate translation of that is blessed are the poor in spirit or blessed are those who or happiness and blessings come to those who recognize their spiritual depravity, those that truly need and rely fully on the Lord in everything. And that's much harder to do in the day to day. But, you know, I think it's that constant fighter mentality. You, you know, you get beat down, you get back up, you try again, you keep going, you keep relying on the Lord. And then when you look back in life, at those crossroads, you can clearly see where God was the one directing it. Oh, I love that. So I think one of the cool stories that I really wanted to get to is um, when, what was that decision when you decided to stop being a fighter pilot, get out of the military? Why did, why did you want to get out? Yeah, another crossroads where um, I don't know if we ever truly know that our decisions are 100% right. Yes. Uh, you know, and some people, and I do believe that God can speak uh, audibly or through people or certainly through his word or through circumstances, but I can't say that there's ever been a time that I knew 100% for sure that God was saying, do this or do that. And so we navigated that with a lot of prayer, a lot of wrestling, and ultimately, you know, for our family, we decided that we didn't want to keep moving around. Totally. We move every two to three years mm-hmm. as an officer in the Air Force. And that was um, having a strain on us. And, and the path that I was on probably would have led to a deployment that would have separated the family wow. for six months or even up to a year. And, uh, you know, a lot of my friends and a lot of warriors and heroes do that. And I'm, you know, way proud of my colleagues in arms that, um, they continue on, but for us, the, the best decision was just to step aside and try something different. Wow. And then tell me, like, did you think you were going to get to a CSO in a big international lumber company, or did you just stop and just say, hey, I want to let God take this? Yeah. Ironically, we got out of the military to stop moving. And in the five years after the military, we probably moved more than we had in the previous oh 10 years. Gosh. And that's a whole separate podcast, maybe, you know, that journey of trying to figure out, okay, God, what did you build me for? What am I good at? Um, the military journey was great, but it doesn't always translate directly into um, a clear post-military career path. Mm-hmm. And so I tried a few different things. Um, uh, I worked initially for a nonprofit that raises money for uh, scholarships for military families. Really? That was a great organization. Um there were some things that didn't fit for us, so I went back to flying. I flew uh, corporate aircraft for a company based in Indianapolis for wow. a year. I really enjoyed that, but again, there were some just some things that didn't fit. And uh, in, you know, I think just all along, the Holy Spirit's just kind of guiding us to where He wants us to be. And so we made a probably the biggest faith move that we've ever made, which was to move here to be near family. My wife has family in the area. And uh, we decided we wanted to just put some roots somewhere, stop moving around, um, be close to family, 
and then to see what the Lord would do. And so we had zero plan. I had no job and I really wasn't putting out any applications or really searching. Um, I didn't want to fly for the airlines at the time or really pursue flying. I was, you know, I didn't want to be on the road. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, just kind of as in a way that only God could do through a series of contacts, I ended up at a men's conference um, here in the area. And what was that called? Leading with Power. So we have a lot of guests from Leading with Power on the show. Yep. And that is, you know, I I really need to go back, (laughs) but (laughs) maybe it makes for a better story that that was my first and only time at Leading with Power. Um, I'd only been in the area for maybe two months and um, really shouldn't have been there. It was through a, a series of contacts that I ended up there. And uh, the man speaking that day was David Twite, who you've, you've had on the show. And his message and his energy really resonated with me. Uh, you know, just the way that he carried himself and the lessons that he learned along the way in doing business, um, you know, made a big impact in a very short period of time. I had no plans to go up to talk to him, to, uh, you know, introduce myself to him. Several people were kind of crowding around him and talking to him after he spoke. And I was hanging back. And again, it was a just a nudge from the Lord that kind of pushed me in that direction. Someone took me up there and said, hey, I want to introduce you to, to Dave. Wow. Um, and within 30 seconds, probably, um, you know, we had a quick conversation you know, I said, I'm new to the area. I'm not currently doing anything but looking. And he put his number on the back of his business card, said, give me a call. And uh, and which I did. And he was faithful to have coffee with me the next week. And within a couple of weeks, I was hired at McDonald and Owen. Um, so I never saw that path coming again. It's kind wow. of the story of my life. And God works in different ways for everybody. But for me, uh, the crossroads, you know, usually approach those fairly blind and then it's only looking back that you see how God navigated that for you. And this was definitely um, that situation. I had no plans or didn't know anything about hardwood lumber. I didn't expect to walk out of that conference with a job opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it, what most people would say was random or just coincidence. Um, God guided me to McDonald Owen. And after a couple of years of working there, you know, I'm in the chief strategy officer position and just uh, truly blessed to be part of a great organization thank you so much for listening to the podcast today i hope it impacted your life just as much as mine did just want to let you know we do have an instagram called lessons in the trenches just how it said lessons in the trenches on instagram if you want to go check that out we got pictures of all our guests on there some awesome photos and we're doing a lot more on there soon so please go check that out if you haven't already and thank you so much for watching